Hi, I'm Emily. I'm Molly. And you're listening to Stupid Genius. Stupid Genius. And we're back today with a bang. Yeah. (laughs) You sound it. No, be honest, Molly. Be honest with us. No, we're not feeling super switched on, are we, today? No. When I say we... I mean me. Yeah. Molly's thoughts just not very well and that happens. That I know, happens. but I feel like it's sounding like a bit of a sort of record. So let's move on. Let's okay. just move straight all right, on. All right. How's your weekend been? For you. No, not for this one. This is one, your stupid. <laughs> Actually good, because I didn't have a stupid. So yeah, that can be my stupid. The fact that you can't accept that you may be ill for longer than what, two days? <laughs> it's very frustrating. It's very frustrating. Yeah, my weekend was good. What did you do? Did up the bathroom, painted, <laughs> did up the bathroom. I don't know why that even sounded funny, but it did. <laughs> did. Did up the bathroom. Did up the bathroom. It looks lovely. I actually really like it. You're, yeah. not, you're not fully sold, it's are you? It's just very pink and um, I'm not really a pink fan. Not that pink's, look. Not that pink. pink goes with everything. Yeah? Yeah. What's that song? Barbie. Oh, just okay. it didn't sound like it in the <laughs> it way that I sung it. I uh yeah, pink and blue and red. So you add like a proper Super Genius colours as my bathroom. Oh now. dear, yeah, it's becoming your personality. Yeah. Um so you had a proper like getting your life together. Yeah, it was actually really good. weekend. I love weekends like that. Yeah, what was your Mine like? was not like that. Mine was wonderful in a very different way. I went back up to the lakes. One of my best friends who's back from New Zealand, um, we had like a surprise party for her. It was like, basically, it was really fun because we're all like 30 and yet we all got matching pyjamas and we all had a massive sleepover. There was like 17 of us in um, one of our mates' mum's B&B. That's so we had the whole B&B, luckily. Otherwise, I'd have been so mad if I was another guest because it was very noisy. Yeah. But we all bought food. We had like a massive buffet. There was karaoke, but I was in bed by that point. <laughs> Picture the most millennial get-together ever. The most millennial. Uh, like, when I saw your Instagram, I, I showed Vin <laughs> and went, it's times like these, but I realised me and Molly are of different generation. And do you know what? I love it. No, but it looks so much fun. It, it was so, so cute as well. We did like, so we did a little surprise, like once everyone was there, because people sort of came throughout the day, um, we left Kat in the lounge and we all ran to our bedrooms and got these matching pyjamas on. And then we like ran back to the lounge and um, our song as a group is Punk Rocker. Right. Do you know that song? Yeah, of course. Good. Um, well, I just don't know, you know, because we're just such just different generations, Emily. I can't guarantee <laughs> well, that you'll know it. We're not that far apart, but like, there's, there's, there's definitely things that I know just There's things. Like, there oh, is things. yeah. But we like, we put it on on the speaker and then we all like went in dancing and so oh, cute. the video is adorable. It's really, really cute. So yeah, I had a really nice time. And then the next day, um, because obviously like I was near home, my only one of my sister's a few of the kids and my mum came and met me for lunch and it was lovely. And then, yeah, travelled home. Wow. And was wow, knackered. Wow, wow. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense why you're still ill, right? Because, like, you I suppose. have been ill and you haven't really given yourself uh, time to rest. I know you had New Year's just <laughs> to lay in bed, but you, didn't ha- you haven't really had time to rest because then you sprung back to work and yeah. now you're doing this. Maybe I don't you need know. a weekend to just... Yeah, well, do you know what? This weekend is an absolute doing nothing weekend and I am quite looking forward to it. I mean, I'm sure we'll do something. Yeah, I was thinking of coming to Chester so I might bug you for an <gasps> oh, hour or two. Oh, yes, please. Yeah, I might fix my hair. <gasps> yes, Ooh. have you booked an appointment though? Because they no. get do they really get booked really busy? up. Okay. Although it is January, which is notoriously like a quiet month, isn't That's it? That's why I thought, I thought I might just call them up and be like, hey, Yeah, yeah, call spot? them. Or you can just do it online. Yeah. Oliver George in Chester, great hairdressers. Great hairdressers, never been, but... Molly's hair looks great. <laughs> They're just like... really nice and Aww. very skilled. Anyway, I want to hear your stupid of the week. Do you have one? I do. I actually have a few. Classic. 
Um, classic. Classic one is I got a speeding ticket. No. Yeah. Oh my god, when? Yeah, and Where? I begged Finn to take it. Oh, <gasps> Emily, please, don't please. admit that. That's no, illegal. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't. Because then I was like, well, the panic was I've already been on two speed awareness courses. Yeah, fuck. I didn't even think you were allowed to do another one. Um you it, luckily it's it's three years apart. So I get to do another one. So I was like, don't worry, Vin, I'll take it. I will take it. I'll take oh my god. Fine. So and how fast were you going and what was the limit? Look, I was going pretty Go on, pretty tell fast us. Pretty over. Um, pretty fast and pretty over. Pretty over the seed limit. I was going 36 in a 30. Oh, I mean, that's bad, but it could be worse. Could be worse. I mean, as well, it's so annoying because where I was speeding up to, literally like, on, honestly, maybe like a metre or like two metres away is a 40 miles per hour oh. sign so I was speeding up to get to the 40 yeah. but obviously like you yeah I so mean, was I it like a there. what do you call it like a temporary speed camera no no it was, it's no it's always a speed camera there it was just oh. I gen- genuinely thought it was a 40 because I saw that 40 sign and it's like one of those roads that on the other side it's 40 all the way down see I feel like that is a very easy mistake to make and you should yeah. maybe contest it y- no, 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 no. Because no, no, because it is thirty. It's thirty before that, and you can't. Yeah, you know, so like I, no, no, I went over the, the speed limit. That's fine. That is the law. So that is the law. It's so annoying. Um, but yeah, so that happened. And three years ago, I literally did not the exact same place, but I sped for thirty six miles per hour in a thirty. So annoying. That's just like your golden number, isn't it? I know. But what's now the opposite of a golden number? What's a bad number? I don't know. Uh, unlucky number yeah maybe <laughs> but three three times now I've gone on a speed awareness well they're clearly not working like whoever is designing these speed awareness courses does not have Emily in mind when they go they're like you know everyone speeds you just got caught that's literally what they always say and I'm like for fuck's sake yeah what everyone speeds no I know but that's such a weird way to start the course just yeah and then I'd just be better at, like seeing this oh, see, yeah. okay so well different. that is quite stupid I'm going to give you yeah. that one as a stupid and I can't get up in the morning that's a super I can't play me with violin oh hang on are you trying to justify the speeding because you couldn't get up and you were no, no 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 this is another stupid oh I just I something about Christmas has really set me off and this is probably why we're doing this episode I can't get up I get up at 10 and do you know what 10. that is my stupid as well oh, really? obviously like I have a job in the sense of like I have to get up so I am getting up but much later than normal yeah. I'm literally getting up and having to go and sit at my desk I'm not yeah when able you message to... me it's very like late for you yeah like I'm still getting up at sort of like well I'm getting up at eight instead of seven and I'm not getting straight to work it's taken me a while like to get into it so yeah definitely that's my stupid for sure just not being able to sort of get back into work well, I, you know, you'll feel better about this because I went into work and I was like, I really don't want to admit this, that I'm getting up at 10. Like, I don't want to admit this. No. Because then I start work at like half 10. Like, cause, but it's a mad panic because I'm like, coffee. Yeah, but also like if you're working a bit later, like, we, you know, that doesn't matter. That's the no, whole I know. beauty. No, I know. That's the whole the... beauty of the PhD. But realistically, am I working until 7, 8? No. no. <laughs> I'm working, like, I'm not. So I was like, I don't want to admit this, but I am. And everyone in the labs were like, yeah, I'm struggling to get up too. I'm struggling to get up too. This is why we need this episode. Was, you know, echoing. There was actually a whole crowd of everyone going, I'm struggling to get up too. <laughs> and I was like, well, that makes me feel better. And he's like, okay, I'm back off to bed. <laughs> yeah. All right, why am I in? Yeah. See ya. <laughs> Have you got a genius for the week? I, like, don't. But it doesn't mean I've had a bad week. No. It just means that I haven't had a particularly 
like whoa no it's just been like a bit mundane yeah getting shit done but nothing like yeah just sorting out my data like re-going through my um coding for my interviews just sort of going through things and checking through again um because i'm gonna just rewrite my findings so i just wanted to go through that and then i actually found a little mistake that i made i hadn't quite coded all of um just one participant's interview script oh right I must have got bored of it. Probably. And then, <laughs> I don't blame you. And then ditched off it. And then because it's obviously looks like it's been coded on NVivo, I was like, oh, damn. Um, so I'm glad I did that. That was that was pretty productive. See, that all sounds pretty genius to me because it's all those little things that make up to the, the big, you know, big the picture. big successes and the big picture, the you know, That's the PhD. Like. Yeah, exactly. And I sorted out my data for my um, biomechanical study. So Right, mate. That's a genius week. Right? Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like not sort, but just like all. It's a holistically genius yeah, week. Yeah, it just and the ones that, uh, that really count. Yeah, I know. And it's just annoying because those ones don't feel like, whoa, I've done a lot. It's just like... I'm doing what I've already done. Like, yeah. I don't know. It just it feels it feels annoying. But no, I totally honestly, get it's like you. I've cleared my if I've cleared my house, I've cleared my folders and data. I feel pretty clear. Your house is in order. Well done. My house, literally, metaphorically and physically. I'm a bit jealous, to be honest. I know. What's your <laughs> genius? Uh, my genius. Um, well, I had a little bit of exciting news. So, a colleague. <laughs> Well, it's the way I'm selling it. It's not really exciting news. I'm joking. Um, no, 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 no. Let's bring you up. Don't, don't talk about it. No, because you just knocked me down. I'm so sorry. Um, no, so a colleague in my faculty approached me and said that he is running a summer school in Germany alongside a university in Canada and a university in America. They've done it before. Um, but last time, just he delivered on it. Is in like not just, is in from our university, just he yeah. delivered on it and then the people from the other universities. Anyway, he's asked me and another colleague to accompany him to Germany in June for a week. Yeah. That's exciting. To a city called Karlsruhe, I think. It's called Karlsruhe with a K. Right. Um, and yeah, so I'm going to be delivering for three days, I think, a session each day on ethics and sustainability. That's well fun. Yeah, and it's an international summer school, so most of the attendees... I was about to say, do you have to speak German? No, most of the attendees are American and Canadian. Amazing! Yeah, that's, that's well fun. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And Is it's all... Is me? Uh, no. Right. <laughs> all expenses paid, and actually... That's that, so cool. Yeah, and then that weekend, so I get back on the Friday, and that's when we're in Hull. <gasps> for our event in Hull. So oh I'm going to have to travel straight from Germany to Hull. But we can discuss that later. Yeah. It's going to be a busy week. What, are you going to fly straight to Hull? No, I don't think I can. I've had a lot, but probably Manchester. Okay, like that. and I can pick you up in Manchester. There we go. And we, well, easy. the, the train is pretty down. quick. But do you know oh, what? I can, I can get on the train. We can... You can join me and yeah, we can yeah, travel yeah, together. Can there you go, you see? So that felt pretty cool. That's really cool. But... I want to get into the episode now. We've already sort of teased what we're talking about. We've talked about trying to get back into work. So today we're going to be talking all about the sort of post-Christmas holiday slump, how we experience um, a bit of a down period, how it can be hard to get back into work. We're going to be discussing all things related to that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Let's, and we're trying to sound enthusiastic Let's about it. it. Let's do it. <laughs> So it sort of makes me think, you know, like you see on Instagram and stuff, people talking about the Sunday scaries and that feeling that you get after returning to work um, after a good weekend and the sort of break that we've just had over the Christmas period. 
is like that, but even scarier. And um, I found a really interesting paper by someone called Nancy Girard. I'm going to say Girard or Girard. Girard. Nancy Girard. Um, And I quite like it because she calls this whole thing the January blahs and grey days, which I think is just quite poetic and nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's another paper by Francisco Bretones. Again, I'm definitely not saying that right, am I? Bretones. Bretones. Okay, we'll go with that. So he says in his paper that the post-holiday blues is not a new concept. And actually, um, in 1955, the, quote, holiday syndrome was mentioned in the psychoanalytic... <laughs> <laughs> I really thought I was going to get that as well. Oh, Molly went, there's a bit of reading here, so let me do it. Because but I know you always you... say you don't like No, no, reading. no, you actually did me a favour, but I just I just had to point that out. Molly yes, was, thank you. I, Molly wasn't being a dick. She wasn't like, I'm going to read it because I'm better than you. But I'm going to try that you, again. <laughs> so, holiday syndrome was mentioned in the psychoanalytic... Review um, as the syndrome which appeared from a few days before Thanksgiving, obviously, this is American, um, until a few days after the new year, and it's linked to the return to work after a long holiday period. So, newer research has found that it takes, on average, how long do you think until we get the, until we lose the relaxation and joy from the Christmas holiday? How long does it take to disappear? I think like a day. <laughs> Literally 11 hours. Oh, does it? Yep. So less than a day. All that de-stressing that you may or may not, but may have accumulated over the holiday period in just eleven hours, that shit is gone. That's you are quote re-stressed, right? So a study conducted by Reed, um, they say that this points towards a sort of concerning movement where holiday de-stress quickly transforms into holiday re-stress. What does that mean? Um, well, what do you mean? Holiday. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> My God, sorry, the, the words... The... It's the re-stress, you see, it's getting to your brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the re-stress. I swear to um, God. And then the same survey found that nearly two-thirds of workers, so about 61% of workers, think or worry about work at some point whilst on holiday. Yeah. Some checking their emails while they're away or just before they return to work, that was 45%. Yeah. And the results also show that in the run-up to annual leave, two-thirds, so 66%, work longer hours to compensate for the time off. So this is very much a phenomenon. It's something that's happening to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, We all know. We've all been there. It's like, oh, crap, I'm going away for a week. I need to work twice as hard to be able to afford or, like, feel like I'm I'm worthy of this holiday or yeah. like I can come back and my things are I've like I've worked I basically basically you my thought process is this week I need to work like twice as much so that the week off won't feel any I won't feel any dent yeah so when I come back I've worked twice I've worked two, like one week no I've worked two weeks <laughs> in one week yeah you dread coming back before you've even gone away yeah, and I yeah. think we're all at that coming back period now aren't we yeah yeah, you're like starting to think like, oh shit, I've got to get, I've got to do this, got to do that, got to well. Exactly. Why do people experience the post-holiday blues, Molly? I don't know, Em, why do they? <laughs> <laughs> That's so cringy. <laughs> One reason uh, might be that more people simply don't enjoy their jobs. Which is sad. It's really sad. I mean... Look, that's the reality. The research by Reed found that over half, so 52% of respondents would consider changing their jobs post-holiday. Is that something you felt? No, actually. I quite enjoy my job. I was quite, look, I was a bit weird. I was quite excited to get back, but maybe that was more the fear element. I don't know. It could be a mixture of two. Yeah, I know what you mean. 
Do you feel like you don't like your job? Do you feel like this? No, do you know what? The job I'm in now, I enjoy to the point where I don't dread coming back to it at all. Like when I compare it to jobs that I've had in the past where I've literally, like I've mentioned on the podcast before, like me and my mate, when we were about 18, we used to work at Morrison's. We would literally plan how we could get gently run over on our way to work so that we wouldn't have to go. Like that was how much we feared going to work. But yeah, I don't feel like that at all. And yet I have still experienced this quote unquote post-holiday blues. blues. So I'm thinking like, what is it then? If it's not that I don't enjoy my job, what is it that's making me feel like that? Have you thought about what it might be for you? Yeah, I think for me, it's maybe the mammoth amount of work that I have to come back to. And that's what it's kind of, it can be overwhelming at times. Um, It could be the weather. January is not like a favourable favorable time of year for the weather. Yeah, like grey. People obviously experience like, is it sad? Is that how you say it? Seasonal? A depression. What's the A? Mm, seasonal <laughs> awful <Fuck>. depression <laughs> oh god whatever it is but yeah the weather I think that definitely contributes because yeah. you know it's not like you're waking up to a beautiful sunny morning and you're like oh do you know what can't be asked to go to work but it's lovely outside like let's go out and enjoy it you're waking up to rain and cold well you're and- waking up to darkness and then you're, you're, you're leaving work in darkness yeah I definitely don't think it helps no. I also think maybe for me like during working life you know yeah, I see like Lloyd and I see my friends, but only like little snippets of time. And then I think over the holidays, you get used to having this really quality time with some of the people that you love. And then the holiday finishes, you're back at work and that goes away. Right. Yeah. So I think for me, it's maybe that as well. I don't know. I think for me, yeah, as well, it's like the, no one really wants to do anything. It's the money aspect as well. I can't, you know, everything's cold. You know, you're moving a bit slower because it's cold. You're dressed in like oversized clothing, which sometimes just makes you feel. I mean, when I'm I at, love it, I love it. <laughs> I love but it. When I'm at home, all I see is myself in like a oody, greasy, like baggy yeah. trousers, slippers on, like, you know, a bit sort of like a bit of a slob. And yeah, I and if you think, like reflect your personality yeah. in your clothes and suddenly you're looking down, you're f- looking drab, I suppose you're maybe going to feel drab. Yeah, yeah, I think it's all of those, but probably the main bit is the 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 like sheer size of what you've got to do definitely to come back to. What I will say is that you know the episode that we recorded before Christmas, getting your ducks in in a row, in a row. <laughs> I do, I do, and getting your house in order. Yeah, that has helped me so much to coming back. Yeah, do you know what? I totally agree because I all those things we talked about on that episode, I hadn't really, not explicitly anyway, in consciously done before. No. So yeah, this period has definitely been easier as a result of that, I think. Yeah, it felt like I was having a fresh start and I was jumping back, not to a mess, but to like a nice, neat, organised... Yeah, a planned oh, mess. Yeah. <laughs> organised chaos. <laughs> yes, the sort of chaos that we love. But like, how do we actually know if we're experiencing this post-holiday syndrome or even some people describe it as post-holiday depression? Because, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, we get so wrapped up into work and particularly because coming back is so all-encompassing sometimes. Do we even take stock of how we're feeling? Do we even recognise that we're experiencing that post-holiday, um, those post-holiday blues? So Nancy, going back to Nancy, Nancy Girard, I'm going for this time. Um, she says that signs of post-holiday depression include being more easily agitated, irritability, feelings of hopelessness, 
particularly about work situations and also disinterest in your job as well. Um, Another sign as well, which I thought was quite interesting. So this was in a book um, by David Sandua. The book is called Back to Routine, Depression, Relationships and Readjustment After the Holidays. So very on point Mm -hmm. uh, with what we're talking about. Um, And in that book, he explains that post-holiday depression can have a significant impact on relationships. So coming back from holiday and facing the realities of work, responsibilities, you've got less leisure time. um, It can really lead to stresses and conflicts in your relationship. So if you're experiencing those you might not realise, but it could be a result of this yeah. post-holiday blues. I can so see that, though. Like, There's so many aspects to January that can be stressful. You've just spent a shit ton of money. You're broke. Like, yeah. Me and Vin are broken. I'm like, oh, come climb with me. He's like, I can't. I can't. Oh, mate, my wages run out like week yeah, one yeah, of January, yeah, yeah. Literally. literally. And then so like, you're not, you can't really do anything fun together. The Yeah, the weather's depressing. It's dark. Um, you, you, you know, it's cold. You probably don't want to like get in bed together like naked because it's yeah, <laughs> you know like anything that like and you go from doing fun things together all the time to suddenly being back in this routine although I must say actually I don't know how I relate to this or if I relate to this as much mainly because and I've said this before but mm. I have never met anyone more a creature of habit and routine than Lloyd yeah. like he actually thrives in routine so he's probably a happier person I know that sounds weird not because he's working but because he's in a routine yeah um like I was actually laughing yesterday because this is sort of going off topic but we love a tangent on yeah, the super genius um so every night right it's bad but we sit on the sofa and have tea mm-hmm. and yeah who does Sorry, some people don't. don't we got a table to try and stop doing this but we just love entertainment while eating <laughs> And also, like, you only have... I have, like, two free hours in the evening. So I don't want to sit at a table. I've been sat at a desk all day. Yeah, why? Um, but, yes, yeah, so we sit on the sofa and he always eats his tea, a bit like you, twice the speed that I do, right? Because I'm a slow eater and he's a fast eater. I've had to... How have you not, like... I've Because Vin's a doubly fast eater than I am. So I've had to catch up with him. But because, why, though? Why what? Why do you have to catch up? I don't know. We're eating off like, different yeah, plates. It's not like he's going to eat my food. <laughs> he is, though. When I'm finished, he literally looks like goes, Oh my God. Like, you know, if you're full, I can eat it. Lloyd would not dare. But he does this thing. So every time he finishes his tea, I've still got like half of mine left. He goes up to the kitchen, gets the yogurt, and comes and sits back down. Yep. And I've actually seen this. Yeah. I've actually and last this. night I said to him, Babe, why don't you bring the yogurt to the sofa with you? Because it's literally like four minutes before he's going to be eating it. And he was like, no, I like getting up and getting it. Like literally, that is how much he loves his routine that he can't even just just bring the yogurt. No, no, because that's what it. he does, you know. So yeah. I don't know. I don't think it it has affected our relationship. I yeah, I would say. I mean, uh, January. I don't mind January because I get out a lot. I actively make sure I go out. Yeah, and experience the good parts of winter in nature. So that means maybe doing and uh, trying to catch a sunrise because the sunrises aren't ridiculously early. So, True. you know, they're at 8.30. So you can start your hike at seven and then potentially get a sunrise. There's been stuff that we, that we me and Vin, and, and it's, I mean, it's not free because you have to pay for petrol to get there. And once you've got all the kit, it is free. That hiking's free. So we, we do that. And I think it really... It really helps. And do you know what? You've actually sort of led us on to what we want to talk about next because, you know, we do want to try and give some practical advice, maybe some tips on how mm. to overcome post-holiday blues. So one that you said there, Em, that's so, that makes so much sense, doesn't it? Like try and 
find what the positives are of being in this month and being post-holiday. So like you say, whether it's catching those later sunrises, yeah. I think that's such a nice way of looking at or it. Or like back to hikes. I mean... <laughs> always bringing it always back, back to hikes. hikes. Just, I don't know. I think nature's really a good way to... Um, especially in this chaotic work life, it's a really strong back to really basics. All you're doing is walking. Like you're yeah. literally just putting one foot in front of the other. I guess for people though that don't live, Near like it. we have access to to mountains, don't we? Yeah, that's true. Like I think go to places that maybe you'd want to in the summer, just wear layers, wrap up warm and they won't be as busy. They yeah. won't be as busy. Yeah, so it's about that making time for fun. You're yeah. back in the work schedule, but it doesn't mean that everything has to be work-related. Yeah. You can input those times for fun. So whether it's like you going climbing yesterday. Yeah. yeah, or still go for those walks in, you know, you know, if you were going to go for a walk around the city in summer, do that in the winter. It's it's so nice to get that crisp air and you see such different, but just make sure you layer up. One thing I do, and I kind of said it's my stupid, but I don't, I don't mind it so much is I don't put pressure on myself to be, you know, able to work 100% at 100% capacity. Yeah. And that means to me getting up later. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be getting up at 10. Oh, it's too late for me. But 8, 9, I'm I'm pretty happy with that. I think yes in the summertime I'll be getting up at 7 and that feels good to me because the sun I like the sun's up, I get up and I feel good about it. I don't feel good about it getting up at 7. Yeah, yeah. I just don't have that energy. And, and it's okay. knowing what works for you, isn't it? Because yeah. I completely agree, like definitely taking off the pressure of being like, right, I've got to work at exactly the same pace and the same mm. like intensity that I was before the holiday. You know, if you did the tips that we shared in the episode for before the holiday, then hopefully you'll have arranged things so you could have a bit of a slower start. Yeah. But it's funny, isn't it? Because one of the tips that I actually read was try to wake up earlier. Oh, really? Yeah, more because... Rather than doing what I said, I've been finding problematic these last couple of weeks, which is waking up late and having to jump straight into work. Waking up earlier allows you to have that enjoyable sort of time before work and you don't feel as rushed into things. Right. You can ease back in. So I suppose it's just, it's depending on what works for yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. And like, well, it was my genius. I've had a slow week. Like I haven't had a particularly genius week, but actually it's been really nice because these two weeks I've sort of eased into work that... Maybe I've been putting off because I, it doesn't feel like productive work, but, you know, editing those graphs, sorting out your data, organising your folders, organising my emails, which I did. Well done. Yeah. You know. It's it was, all really productive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think a good one is to be really, really, <laughs> <laughs> be realistic in your expectations of what you can achieve. Um Pace yourself. And this one's for you, Molly. Don't say yes to everything. Oi, what are you talking about? <laughs> Honestly, this I is a time to say no. Like, this is a time <laughs> Just say to no. Know. Just say no. Like, I don't know. I just think you're easing back into it and you might feel like, wow, because a lot of people do, like, it gets pushed in your face. It's a new year. Seize, like, seize the year. Set these intentions, yeah. goals. Mate, <laughs> that was literally you last week. You're like, Molly, you've got to set intentions. <laughs> yeah. But be realistic was the big one. Yeah, be yeah, realistic yeah. with it. And I think you can get carried away with all the things you want to do this year and they're just not realistic. Like, there's me that I would like to, if I had it my way, I'd like to go on a hike every week and I'd like to do... This was stupid genius. And I'd also like to pick up a new uh, job role in this. And I'd like to also do my PhD. Fuck me. That's not going to be realistic, is it? No, and, I get and you. I want to do all these things. And people are asking me stuff like, oh, hey, can you be on this panel? 
you know what? No, because I don't have the time and mm-hmm. I'm wrapping things up and I'm actually easing into it. I actually, maybe a few months. I feel like I'm doing quite well with that at the yeah. moment because, and I've shared it on the Instagram, I've been doing a lot of marketing and I really have been just doing what I need to do from, from a work perspective, which right now is getting all the marketing done before the deadline, attending meetings that I have to attend. Saying and yes not, to go to Germany. <laughs> saying, yeah, in June. I'm joking, I'm joking. In June, I'm joking, I'm joking. come on. And also... What a good opportunity. Yeah, right? come on. Um, but do you know what I mean? Like I've not been, for example, I know that I've got research that I want to write up like into a paper, but I'm not even trying good. to do it right yeah. now. I'm going to wait until this January period's over. I'm going to wait till the marking's done. Basically wait until I'm on an even keel and then start trying to take those extra things that I love to do and that I know are good for me and good for my job, I suppose. Yeah, and other things as well, I suppose. Using productivity techniques. If yeah. you're finding getting started tricky any particularly um that you've been using or have used or so thought about using even there's yeah there's literally been such big talk about the such big talk <laughs> i love that such big talk such big talk um <laughs> again i can't even say it molly but so you're gonna have to help me uh pomodoro yeah pomodoro? it's not new though it's pomodoro very technique. much like no but it's had this revamp i feel like it's had a new marketing team do you think it. yeah i mean my friend was using it in the lab. Um, I heard about this in first year, though. Oh, did you? Yeah. See, I heard about this a lot on um, social media and like looking it up. I think because it's a really good, um, a really good tool for people with ADHD, and so maybe that's why it's doing this rounds again. So, can maybe? you explain for us exactly what it is? Yeah. For people that might not know. So basically. Um, it's, I mean, I'm going to describe it. So basically, yes, you please. choose a single task to focus on. <laughs> you set a time for 25 minutes. Yeah, only 25 minutes. And then you work on um, your selected task and only on that selected task. So that could be going through references or that could be coding an interview, something like that. Yeah, it needs to be very clearly defined. Very clearly it? defined. You can't just be like, I'm going to work for 25 minutes. Yeah, no, 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 no. You can't do that. Be like, I'm going to do this. Um, and you got to set it before. And then... Um, after those 25 minutes, you take a five-minute break and you actually take it and you step away from your computer. You put it down and go, I don't know, look out the window or something. Um, making tea, just some outfits in that five minutes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've tested it. And then you repeat steps um, uh, for like one to three times or four times. No, and then, as what? in like you repeat steps one to three four, four times. times. Oh, my God. <laughs> let's just say numbers until something's right yeah, yeah, yeah. one three four times <laughs> times that times one three and just, four just, what's that just times it. it it's eight no it's not it's, it's <laughs> 16 I don't know um, and then take a longer break for about 15 to 30 minutes and that that is literally it and what makes it so effective is that the idea behind this technique is that the time it instills this sense of like urgency mm-hmm. um, rather than feeling like you have endless time of the workday because we do. We're like, oh, I'll do that later, do that later. And then suddenly it's like five o'clock. You're like, fuck. Um, and you usually get some sort of stuff done and you sort of you just you put your distractions away because you're like, I've only got 25 minutes. Um, and it forces you to have breaks, which are always really important. And sometimes we forget to do that. And we sort of lose that burnout feeling that most of us experience towards the end of the day where you just feel bleary eyed. Um, to be honest, I've tried it and it, and it, you've tried it as well, Molly. Yeah, but you know what? I didn't love it. I, I actually haven't done it 
um, stick into as, as short a time as 25 minutes. And I yeah. should do, I don't know, I think for certain tasks. So for example, while you were talking, then I was thinking about how I would apply that. Uh, you um, listening. No, I was <laughs> listening and thinking how I would apply it. Um, because I was thinking, okay, 25 minutes. If I was like writing, mm-hmm. I would find, I wouldn't like that. That wouldn't work for me because I get in a flow and I wouldn't want to be stopped after 25 oh, minutes. That's how, it fe- that's how it felt for me. However, doing a mundane task, for example, like marking, no offense students, you're great, but it is mundane. Um, I found myself the last couple of weeks while I've been marking doing what um, you've said you do before, which is like rewarding yourself with these little phone breaks. Yeah. And every time I would do like a bit of marking, I'd find myself on my phone. Mm-hmm. So actually, I think for, the, for for marking, I think the Pomodoro technique would be really good. And I might actually try it because I've got a whole day of marking scheduled in for tomorrow. Yeah. Because 25 minutes will probably be, you know, how long it'll take me to maybe do one or two. And then it's like, okay. And, and taking yourself away from the desk would, I think, would re-energise me to then come back and do the next yeah. 25 minutes. Literally, if you just get, even if you just stand up and do a little stretch for five minutes and yeah. get back to it. So I'm going to do this yeah. tomorrow. I'm actually committing to it. Yeah, I tried it with the um, coding and usually it would take me 25 minutes to code one interview. Um, but for some reason, it wasn't. And it was... It what, was, the technique made it longer. Made it longer. Made it ah. so much longer because it panicked me a bit that was like I've only got 25 minutes and then I get into it and I finally get into a state of like okay I can read because as I'm dyslexic it takes me a long time to read something I have to reread until I get into like a state of flow yeah and then the time would go up as soon as I'm in that flow and then I'd be like fuck okay reset and it just wasn't working but I do think in something like your your you know your example Molly or writing or something is good what I really enjoy is doing about like an hour and a half or an hour and 15 minutes worth of work mm-hmm. and then that 15 minute break that works yeah. really well for me because then then you can tally up okay well I've got actually realistically I've got like four hours of a day where I'm actually going to do hard work yes that's not a lot yeah you know and then I always used to set these big tasks and then be like I haven't done them yeah four hours of really productive intense work is so much better than having 10 hours of yeah. like just flitting about isn't yeah, it? yeah definitely and I guess find that sweet spot for you if you are struggling this January to get back in try 25 minutes try half an hour try an hour and just yeah see what works for you mm-hmm. and let us know as well because I'm always keen to hear you know what works for the people we should do a live Molly of it we hey, should we should Maybe. since our last live <laughs> was such an epic fail <laughs> mainly because of my signal so sorry guys and I was in an airport I was in Singapore airport yeah God, and there was such some jet kids, setters there was actually some kids um, climbing up above me oh god <laughs> crazy anyway make time for learn. fun Yes. In your return to work schedule. Well, so, we've talked about that. Have we? Yeah. Do something fun. Yeah. Yeah, we have, haven't we? <laughs> but like, I think sometimes you can't do something fun in terms of, I don't know, pick a task that you feel like is quite fun. So for me, it's recording these episodes. Of course. And that breaks up my day to be like, all right, an hour of fun. And then back <laughs> to it. Aye. Um, also, looking ahead to future plans. To take breaks or go on holiday. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this might be toxic for some people, but I do think if you're someone that is really motivated by like your holidays and things like that, there's no danger really in like starting to plan the next one. Think yeah. about, okay, well, in March, I'm going to have a week where I do this or, you know, in Easter, I'm going to have two weeks where I do this. And yeah, use it as like motivation. Like, okay, well, I'll get through this time. Not that obviously you shouldn't wish your life away, but I do think it's good to have plans to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. If you're struggling with the present, basically. (laughs) 
No, it's always good to be like, oh my God, I'm excited. I get to go to this or do this. Like, yeah. It, is, it obviously is. I heard someone talk about holidays and like um, breaks as mini retirements. And I love that. <laughs> and it's like, oh, because you, you do, you get to like mini retire. And you? also like, you know, acknowledging if you can try and adopt, we've talked about positive mindsets before, but like, Trying to re- acknowledge and recognise that actually your work—well, if you're funded or if you're in if you're in paid employment—but it allows us to have these nice experiences. You yeah. Know? Ultimately, it does. It funds those holidays. Like, yeah. we need it. Exactly. <laughs> totally, if so. you're like me and is about to lose their funding—not lose it, but like it's just come to it. <laughs> They're taking it away. Yeah, they're taking <laughs> it away from me when it when they said they would, and they gave me three. Years. Yeah. Um, maybe don't book holidays until you know you've got some income coming in. You know. True that. True yeah. that. Um, but yeah, I think so. I've got a holiday actually booked already. Have um, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't Going know about to, this. How yeah, dare you? I actually plans didn't like it. Me. You this weekend, I didn't know what you were doing. I literally went to bed like, what the hell? I d- what's Molly up to? And, <laughs> like, I know she was. I know she briefly said she's seen Cat again, but you know. Do you know what? I've definitely felt like that in the past with you. I've been like, where's Emily? You did ask me actually. What have you been up to this weekend? And I just left, left you on red. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you bastard. I was doing up my bathroom, okay? Yeah, well, now I know. Um, yeah, well, I've actually lost track of what we were talking about. Well, I want to actually share some more little general tips that I got from um, from our, our old friend Francisco, who we heard from earlier. Um, and I sort of want to know what you think about these, Emily, okay? Because he suggests that there are several solutions to relieving this post-holiday discomfort. Okay, and they all lie in the transition between returning to daily life and the previous rest period. So it's that transition. And he has some recommendations. So firstly, and this is the one that I feel like might be contentious, but let me know what you think. Um, He says, try returning from your holiday um, two to three days early. What? (laughs) Why? No. No. I don't know. And I hope I'm not misquoting him here, but I think it's maybe like because you're easing into that transition. No, 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 no. Okay, I want to rewrite that. Expect a two to three day ease in when the day you start work. Yeah, fuck coming back early. Fuck coming back early. No fucking way. I'm not having that. What, two to three days earlier? So we would start on the 1st of Jan? I guess so. Fuck that. Fuck this guy. I hate him. (laughs) Sorry, it's so aggressive. Um, another one that he suggests as well is adapting your sleep hours to the usual working hours a few days before. Yeah, this one's not bad. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense, I that suppose, doesn't it? Because otherwise, like, if you've been getting up at, like, I don't know, going to bed at 1am, getting up at midday every single day, mm-hmm. and then suddenly you've got to get up at 6 o'clock for work, that's going to be a huge shock oh to the system, God, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, you're going you're gonna to be fucked. Ugh, literally. Um, and then another one as well, which I think you'll probably be more sympathetic towards, mm-hmm. um, is he says about the importance of practising physical activity out of work and also relaxation techniques. So once you start back at work. A hundred percent. I think... I think the the I know like not everyone has access to like mountains, but get outside. It you know you'll have some form of park or you know city to walk around or some sort of green space or the beach or anywhere. I Just do get... think the weather makes that hard though, right? I do. So if you can find ways as well to maybe like have these physical expressions, if we want to call them mm-hmm. that, inside, whether it's going to like a gym class or maybe yeah. Um, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to go out walking when it's absolutely chucking it down with rain. No, that's true. Yeah, not everyone's a bit of a nutter like me. Um, (laughs) Do like I've started doing like yoga in in um, just before I go to bed as well, and that's in my living room, and that's been really nice. Sort of a little yeah way to move my body, and then 
I just, I do think like after a working day, even if it is pissing it down, just do like a five minute, 10 minute walk outside. The last few days I've hardly left my house and I've definitely felt that. I think I I know I need to do it more and it's just... And you will get wet. You just got to accept that. But you're coming back to your home, your nice warm home. As Lloyd always says to me, your skin's waterproof. Your skin is waterproof. (laughs) I literally want to get that tattooed on my skin just waterproof yeah please do it (laughs) maybe i will okay (laughs) i actually would love that you know what if we get i'm not even gonna say how many if we get oh my god say it and commit say it and commit say it and commit if we get a hundred more listens per week listen listeners if we get a hundred you are getting waterproof tattooed i'll get waterproof tattooed on me fuck it she said it listeners fuck oh my god this was not the exclusive that I thought we were going to be getting today. Right. Well, okay. This time next year, because this... Ah, 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 hang on. You can't move those goalposts. You said 100 more listens a week, right? Yeah. Whether that takes one week, yeah, one yeah, month, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're getting that tattoo. But what I'm saying is I'm putting I'm putting a time frame of it. If it doesn't happen by the end of next year, like this time next year, it's not obviously consistent throughout the whole of time. <laughs> You know? Regrets already? <laughs> Is it sinking in? <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit. It's uh, Yeah. We Sorry, just for reference, we did pause and one went, you do realise that's not a big ass. That's not a lot. I thought you were going to say a thousand. And then I was like, oh, fuck. She was like, you're, like, she was like, you're getting it. And I was like, shit. It's happening. <laughs> well, I've said it now. You've literally said it. fuck's sake. Um, well, yeah, hopefully we've helped you a little bit, feeling like a little bit better about you know, maybe not feeling like you've hit the ground running in Jan and maybe it's taken you a little bit longer to do some work and hopefully some like things to try out, I guess. Some Yeah, just like you know. not feeling alone. Like if you are having a bit of a shitty January, well, that's fine. Most people so are. So are we. <laughs> so are we. Most people are. There's some things that you can try if you want to or not. Just yeah. revel in it if you want. Like January will be over before we know it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hopefully. And if you hate your job, I don't know what advice we give you there. <laughs> Quit. No, I'm joking. Don't quit. Keep going, guys. Keep the money. Keep going. Your PhD is so worth it. Like, you you will be, you know, you see that um, image all the time of the PhD being like a roller coaster up, down, up, down. You'll be You'll be peaking again soon. Yeah. Remember, it's it's a marathon and all that. And all that jazz. And all that jazz. Should we get some inspiration? Yeah, love. Maybe not in this voice, though. Definitely not in it voice. Oh. <laughs> So we actually shared this quote on the Instagram stories the other day because we just loved it. Um, it was actually on some really lovely art. I've tried to buy the print, you know, but there yeah. were so many prints on the person's website that I couldn't even find it. But anyway, that's another story. Right, well, feedback <laughs> for you, whoever yeah. it is. If you're listening, sort what your website the out. The Instagram is at Soloado. S O L E. O-A-D-O. Beautiful prints. Really Beautiful lovely. Prints. You, you just can't that. fucking buy them. It's too complicated. Anyway, the quote um, that has given us some inspiration today is from an author called Tanya Markle. Um, I haven't read this book, but Tanya... That's pretty cool. Yeah, she has self-published a book called The She Book, which is an intimate collection of modern prose, poems and quotes about surviving dark times. So check it, check it out. That's um, perfect for Jan. Exactly. Jan is the um, darkest of all time. And the quote we've picked today is, be patient when becoming someone you haven't been before. Lovely. I just love that. Yeah, it's nice. I love that. But this has been Super Genius. 
share, like, follow, subscribe, all of the above. It really helps us to keep going with the pod because we love recording these for you. But, you know, it is a lot of work. Don't do that because I don't want to get a tattoo. Do all of those things. Tell all your friends to do those things so Emily can get waterproof tattooed on that nice peachy ass of hers. Oh, my God. (laughs) See you next week, guys. Bye.